Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Friday, February 3rd in the year 2023. Oh, we've got some stuff going, as always. If you didn't hear the news, and it's going to be talked about all tonight on Bards FM, it's going to be a Bards Fest year. Bards Fest 2023 is in play, and we're not playing either. It's already moving, and that's it's awesome. I've been talking already, and we're getting locations starting to be zeroed in on. I can't give those locations yet, but I'm telling you, things are getting hot and serious really fast because people are excited, and God is moving. Incredible. I'll tell you a little bit about that in just a second. Before we get going, Patriots, I can't stress enough the insanity of this group of people in our world. Yes, yes, they are crazy. These are the people that want to turn us all into bug-eating lizard heads. So you want to make sure and protect your food supply and make sure you always have on stock the necessary stuff to pivot to carry you through those moments when they decide to pull the plug on what is normal. Patriots, there's no denying anymore our most trusted institutions are collapsing before our eyes. It's up to you and me to act now to protect ourselves. No one will do it for us. That's why I urge you to invest in emergency food before it's too late. Right now, if you go to MyPatriotSupply.com, you can save a ton on their three-month emergency food kit. This is at a new lower price that you're going to want to see. You can trust My Patriot Supply. I do. Their three-month emergency food kit comes packed with great tasting, and I mean great tasting, breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. It averages over 2,000 calories per day. And that's going to be critical as food becomes more scarce. Get at least one kit for each person in your family. Listen, there's not much time. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on your three-month emergency food kits while you can. These kits are in stock and they ship fast and free. Plus, they arrive in unmarked boxes so nobody knows you've ordered food. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com while you can. MyPatriotSupply.com. This is one of the best decisions you can make. So, Patriots, if you haven't heard, there's a big controversy going on with this open AI, this garbage called chat GPT. AI is becoming an increasing influence in our culture, and it's one that we need to be very aware of because really what we're now starting to see is the face of the true enemy. And that is literally AI versus the world or the humanity, that is. It's something that is people need to get their head around. I'm always perplexed at the willingness for people to play with new gadgets and not realize the consequence of what they do. It's dealing with AI is literally like playing with Centex explosive and thinking nothing's going to happen if you detonate it. And this is exactly what AI is doing. Unfortunately, what is starting to appear in chat GPT is a racial bias. If you haven't been following some of the things going on, there has already been a big issue about how this chat GPT profiles race. On one hand, it is highlighting and glorifying people of black color, what they call black Americans or black Africans, whatever you want to call it. And it's now dissing the idea of making any sort of profile on a other any other races. I mean, if you do a, a profile on white races, it refuses to write it. Additionally, it has already made a bias towards President Biden, and it won't write anything, refuses to write anything on President Trump. Now, why is this important? Because this engine is being shaped 
to literally take over main tasks in society. What you're witnessing in here is an automation of wokeism. So again, it's stunning to me how people are willing to follow this garbage and use it. And they think that it's going to be good for humanity. Wokeism is a cancer. And AI allows it to metastasize into our culture in a deeper way. So if you are one that's inclined to use ChatGPT, you are contributing to its ability to integrate into our lives and strip away normal tasks that humans would do. You are essentially a traitor to humanity. I cannot stand AI concept because AI is not about enhancing what we do. AI is replacing what we do. So people have this ridiculous idea that somehow if we have these tasks taken away, we can have time to achieve our higher self. This is literally right out of the Christ consciousness and new age nonsense. And this is what they believe. Well, here, let me just place this in real simple terms. How long do you think it's going to take before this AI understands that the menial tasks that these people don't want to do, that it is allowed to assume control over, will give itself control over all things important to humanity? You know who else has learned that really well? Try working in Southern California and getting somebody who's not a migrant from Mexico to do your lawn. And here's what happens is people don't know how to do their lawns. Then they have, then when they get upset, when they're like, oh, you're not coming to get my lawn. And if, if I swear, if, if all of the landscape companies in Southern California said, ah, we're going back to Mexico, there would be a literal meltdown in every elite person because they wouldn't even know how to cut their grass. It's you, we cannot give away these basic tasks. So AI is a threat unprecedented threat. Now, you also have heard that there's a Chinese spy balloon, apparently suspected, that's heading across the East Coast. I, I just need to kind of point out the lunacy of this whole story. A lot of chat made about it, a lot of drama made about it. The invasion is coming. Our Pentagon is completely bought out. Maybe, maybe. But who in the hell uses an air balloon? I mean, what's happened to spy satellites? What do I think may happen? I'll just give you my little like crazy off the wall tin hat moment because I think it's always worth having a little tin hat in our soup. This is what I think you may be witnessing. And I'm laughing at this if it's true. We know that Space Force took over all of our satellite operations, including Department of Defense and main government. So Space Force, though, if you also know, has never been mentioned once by this administration. And this administration is printing paper because they're almost bankrupt. I, <laughs> I'm wondering if this is all they can afford is some piddly little balloon with a camera on it that they've launched into the sky to try to act like a satellite because they don't have any more eyes in the sky. And that's what I think you're probably seeing is that's what's left of the deep state game. So there you go. I, I don't think it's as big a drama as people think. Don't make too much drama about it. God is moving, and if it isn't more evident, it's this Bards Fest issue. God put in my heart last night. We are doing Bards Fest. We talked about it last night on the show, and I'm not exaggerating. I get off the show within five minutes or less. I received an a email from Jamie Aggie, who is uh, Banners for Freedom, and he says, Scott, I need to talk to you about something God put in my heart. We're doing festivals across the country. <laughs> I said, okay, we're talking. 
So anyway, there's a long story to that. We'll talk about that right after the prayer. Patriots, it's prayer time. We're going to wage some spiritual war today. Prayer's up. Let's go. Father God, we are blessed to be here today, blessed with all of the absolute love and power of the Holy Spirit that is here before us this very day. We are grateful for all that you have brought to us, grateful for the constant refreshing of our spirit that we go through each and every day, grateful that in so many ways, always knowing that you as our Father are always there, you never leave us, all we have to do is lean in and you're always there to move us along, raise us up, refresh us, all the things that we need. Father, we want to begin today with just an eye-opening awareness of the greatness of your hand in this world. We get buried so often into these ridiculous stories like air balloons with cameras on them that are supposed to be sent by China over the North Pole and somehow evade all of our security measures and are now drifting across America. And we we drop to the immediate drama that comes out of our news media, that we've been infiltrated, that the Chinese are coming. I don't know how they're coming. Maybe they're coming on air balloons and they're going to drop out like little Chinamen onto the repel from little baskets or something. But anyway, Father, we know that a lot of this story is truly made to inflame fear and enhance anxiety. So, Father, we pray really to begin with, with the understanding of the hand in which you bring to this world, the shaking. None of this is anything to you. And as long as we keep ourselves tucked in with you and rely on you and trust in you and breathe in with you, all of this becomes the greatest comedy show on earth. Who would have ever imagined that in 2023, the greatest threat to the United States was an air balloon with a camera on it? And yet, media makes all sorts of things about it to try to agitate fear, hatred, anxiety, finger-pointing. Father, this is an amazing time for us to witness the show, quite literally. And with that, we're reminded of the power of your, your glory, and part of this is, is the encouragement now for us to move forward with Bart's Fest. That as I have continued to talk to people today, the layers of confirmation that have come from this is just unbelievable. That you're literally calling your children now to the line. This is time for us to stand and be seen and be visible. This is time for us to celebrate your glory in the name of you and the, and the healing of this nation. This is time for us once again to come together to put our intent and our heart and our prayers into festivals that will happen across this nation, events that will truly shake the bedrock of this nation. We're reminded truly of Gideon, that you don't need thousands. You need the dedicated few that will stand and pray and trust in you. So, Father, thank you. This is truly the time, as in Ephesians 4.12, to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ. And let us remember those words in such a time as this. This is an amazing time where we are being brought to our true purpose in this world. It doesn't matter what our government is. We are told to worry about our government. We need to be focused on you. And in that sense, truly in the sense of Ephesians 4.12, the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, That is our mission regardless of our government. It doesn't matter whether we have a tyranny, a corporatocracy. It doesn't matter whether we have a fascist, communist, republic, whatever the type of government we have. We can have the reign of some tyrant king. 
We can even have a transgender sit up there. It's not going to make any difference in the end of the day what it is that we're trying to do. We know the governments are corrupt, and by power they become corrupted absolutely because those are the institutions of men. And by the way, Father, we also know there's only two genders. That's cool. And so we pray for that clarity to settle in on people's hearts as well to stop this nonsense of gender fluidity. But in this time, when we start to settle ourselves into the power and the glory of all you bring, it doesn't matter what our government is. Because as we lean into the body of Christ, as we lean into the ministry for building out the body of Christ and do as you task, Father, we shake the world with you. So we pray for that power to settle in. We pray for the glory and the clarity that comes. We pray for the focus on you to let go of our own emotions that tie us to one thing or another, to cast away our idols, to stay truly focused on you. Let this world shed around us like water in a stream. Let ourselves be calm with every breath in and breath out with you. Let us truly experience the world in the present as you give us eyes to see. Let us hear clearly as you speak to us to see the world as it needs to be seen. Let us cast away the anxieties that they want to do to put all of these stories into how they are going to direct us to live and how we must be compliant to them. Where is our strength, Father? So we pray, Father, for the greatest strength that comes through the true belief in Jesus, the knowing that there is never a time when we must comply. It doesn't say that we won't suffer some pain. Christ warned us of that. But there is nothing that can cause us damage, cause us hurt, cause us pain when we're truly with you. We're reminded of the words in 2 Corinthians 4.16 to 5.1. Therefore, do not lose heart, but but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed by day. For, for momentary, light affliction, producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, for the things that are not seen are eternal. And Father, let us totally embrace this final line to give us strength and security in our purpose in the moment. For we know that if the earthly tent, which is our house, is torn down, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Father, we've won this. If we will truly believe and commit ourselves to the path ahead, not sit idle, because this is no time for idle hands but to lean in and push into this evil with all that we have, to be heard, to be visible, to be loud, to let the Holy Spirit flow through us, to let our true love in Christ be known. Let the glory of our King shine through. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. That passage last night, 2 Corinthians 4, 16, 5, 2, 5, 1. <laughs> what a story. And I, you're going to hear it again tonight, just so you know, because it's part of this whole story of Bart's Fest. But it's amazing. Last night, I went searching for 1 Corinthians 4, 1 and 1 to 2. And I picked up 
that. Uh, I was given, when I did the search, I wasn't paying attention. I was given 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 5, 1. And I, I'm literally down to about five minutes before the show. God has put on my heart to do Bard's Fest. I'm quickly looking for some verses that will help support that. I'm focusing on my task. I'm doing searches. I, I look up at this thing, and I'm like, oh. And I'm literally like, damn it. I can't believe it. Once again, the Internet betrays me. I put in something, and it gives me something else. Doggone it. And I'm like, I'm getting my pre-show rant on. And I hear this, read it. I'm like, okay. And I start laughing. I'm like, wow, Father, you got me on that one. You literally delivered to me the perfect verse to frame the entire Bard's Fest and what we're really about. This is awesome. This is how God works. And we have to stay attentive to him. We get, we, we're human. We're going to get wrapped up in stuff. So Bard's Fest. As you know, God put it on my my heart. I mean, it, it's amazing, and I'm going to get into some details tonight. We're going to talk a lot about it and other things. We're going to go a little reminisce down the old road of Bart's Fest 1, talk a lot about Bart's Fest 2 tonight, but I just want you to hear this piece because when you get off a moment like the, I was on the phone with Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers. He's retired Lieutenant Colonel. He was on the show about a week ago. He's coming on the show next week again. And we're, we're there having this conversation, and we're talking about past stuff we do and so forth. And talking about unconventional warfare, which is called UW. And we get into this conversation about gardens, and I start sharing with him Patriot Gardens, and he's going down to Florida to talk to a guy that's been doing a huge garden movement in communities. It's really awesome. And it's right then that God put his hand on my shoulder, and he's like, you're doing Bards Fest this year. <laughs> and I was like, okay, been here before. Yep, I'll jump in on that one. I'll jump on that train. You ask, I shall follow. I shall answer the call. And see, start looking at how the, all this picture comes together. What was the theme of this year's Christmas event or Christmas special? It was answering the call. So I get off, I literally get off the the um, podcast. We finished closing out meeting. You know, we do the whole show. I close out. And as I'm now getting ready to pull the file over to edit, boom, my text explodes. And it's Jamie Aggie from Banners of Freedom. And he's like, brother, I've had a vision from God. You were in the vision, and we're doing an RV trip across the nation to do revivals. I got to talk to you. Well, the interesting thing is I had that vision, literally. I shared it with with the resistance chicks and a few others that we would be, do, we would be seeing a wave of revivals across this nation from a mobilization of like people in trailers and RVs. And so it, that's part of it. And then the timing of it was unbelievable. And then I just got off the phone with resistance chicks and literally yesterday they had gone through kind of a, a Sabbath of not doing much of anything. This is their seventh year. They were going to do what they do in the seventh year being part of the of do this kind of toning down, no extra events, just focus on the podcast and focus on their their homestead. And Michelle says, and God told us yesterday morning, you only get four months. And she said, in the same day, I get hit with your announcement and I get hit with Jamie's announcement and, and then another one that you're going to too. She's like, all right, God, I guess we're moving. We are moving, people. God is calling his people. It's fantastic. This is going to be a great year. 2023 is going to be incredible. I hope you're excited. 
because this is like time for us to get some skin in the game. And this is the time now to really start standing up. Now, I don't know if this year, if our Canadian brothers and sisters are going to be considered domestic terrorists in the United States because you didn't take the vax. It's possible. But as I said last night, and I will say it again tonight, I'm really encouraging that we have organic sprout-ups of Bards festivals, small ones. They don't have to be big, but around the world. I want people to start going, what is that? I know God does too, because this isn't about Bards Nation being branded as Bards Nation. It's about Bards Nation lifting up the prayers for Jesus and for the, the entire world to repent. So this is time to like sow the seeds, put some water on it, and watch that mega plant grow. Jack and the beanstalk, all of a sudden we're like growing up huge beanstalks around the world. That's This is what this is. So I encourage anybody out there that's going to be doing it's inspired because we've got some Canadian brethren up there that are living in communist Canada. And we've got people living in communist United Kingdom. And we have people living in Chile, which I don't think they're in communist yet. And um, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. We're communists, though. Don't worry. We're, we're doing good. We're, we're racing to the finish line on communism. We're doing a great job. Just a bunch of, just a bunch of wonderful little drones. And we've got people in Australia, and we've got people in Russia. We've got everybody. And so we're going we're gonna to talk to some talent we have within our ranks. You probably figure I'll be talking to Evren. If you haven't heard Evren's music, we'll play it after the show today. Evren's going to have to do some music for us. And we're going to talk to Brian Kahenick. You know that. He's one of the great ones. And I want you all to pray for Ted Nugent. Do me that favor. Pray for Ted Nugent, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to Uncle Ted, see if he'll maybe just cut a piece for us, see if I can send him some scripture down and he'll, if he'll rip a piece out for us for Bard's Nation. That'll be pretty awesome. Someone asked about Emery. I don't know Emery. I've got to try to know Emery. I, maybe. I, don't, I just know her music, so we'll see what we can do. But we're going to be using talent within our ranks. This is all part of it. This is within the body of Christ. This is us. The first festival was to bring Bard's Nation together. This is Bard's Nation bringing the festival to the world. Big difference. So last thing, and it's your newsletter went out today, by the way. And I just got an update that 70% of them had been mailed out. So if you don't get one, just go to the website, sign up, because we've got a new improved sign-up system. But the, the, the newsletter went out today. And it's my letter to you about Bard's Fest 2023. But here's the thing, if you are, we want your ideas. We want your ideas. This is how this is going to get shaped. So John, a.k.a. MSN Liars, is going to be consolidating all of those ideas that you have. So I'm going to ask you that if you have ideas, thoughts, whatever you have in terms of Bards Fest, no nasty mail, by the way. Not doing it. You know how I am about that. Thoughts, ideas, you know of locations. I mean, ideas. I and mean, we're getting locations pretty fast, but I'm still open to hearing what we've got. But let's let's hear what we got. Because um, there's a couple tiers of this. We have, but anyway, John at bardsfm.com. I don't think I have to spell John, but I'll do it anyway. J O H N, just in case that you're confused. John at bardsfm.com. John at bardsfm.com. Send them there. And that way we will start moving quickly 
and I want to get these ideas put together sooner than later. I have a call with one location on the 17th of February to kind of do a mash out of what we are seeing as the whole vision and what they can support and how far we can go with it. I'm going to be talking to a Texas location here coming up, and we I just got off the phone earlier with another East Coast location. So we've got three locations loosely pinned out already. That happened in, what, less than 24 hours. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we'll talk more about Bart's Fest and the vision and us and inspiring the world and all that tonight. But it's exciting. This is the adrenaline punch that we all needed. Thank you, Lord, truly. Thank you, Father God. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.